Hey, what's up? It's Alex. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You've watched Smothered on TLC. You've laughed, cried, been weirded out by moms and daughters. Well, now it's the boys' turn in Smothered. See how odd it is when a father and son do the things as crazy as the ladies. Hey, son, are you showering? Yeah, Dad. Okay, great. Summer guy shower. Hell yeah, best part of the day. Me and my dad have been taking guy showers since I could walk. How old am I now? Oh, oh, I'm 25. With all the drama of smother, but with a sprinkle of toxic masculinity. Dad, I think I'm gay. That is not an acceptable answer in this house, Barry. You will be a straight man, and you will go with me on this couple's wine tasting. See how weird it is when two dudes do the things that would be socially acceptable if they were women, kind of. Still not even. But it's just really cringe with them. My son has been soaking in my cigarette smoke for years now. It's a bonding thing. We do it together. We also share bathwater. So forget your sports and your Spike TV because TLC is the place to be at 9 p.m. for Smothered. Starting Saturday at 9. Hi, New Yorkers. Everyone just got back from sharing and spreading germs with their families this Thanksgiving. And the virus is only going to hit our city even worse. During these difficult times in the coronavirus, it's important that we look after each other and ensure the safety of all who live in the great city, no matter who you are. That's why I, Mayor Bill de Blasio, am going to send our wonderful students and teachers into schools right in the middle of the most dangerous COVID infection rates, because why not? Teachers, we heard you loud and clear, and we chose to pretend that we didn't. So, thousands of unprotected teachers who've served the city well will contract the virus and die. Big deal. That saves me from having to make budget cuts. And kids? You think I give a fuck about kids? Hell no, you little shits. I know how dirty and sticky you guys are. Touching your faces all the time and sneezing on your teachers, complaining and taking off your masks. I'm hoping you guys spread that shit around a little bit, because as everyone knows, as mayor, it is my duty to constantly do things ass-backwards, tear apart families, and cause panic throughout New York City. Parents, I can assure you that these teachers, whether they like it or not, are going to risk their lives in dirty, poorly vented, stuffy rooms with stagnant COVID air to teach your germ-riddled kids about shapes and colors. Because that's what really matters during the coronavirus. Shapes and colors.
I want our city's great and expendable teachers to know me and Chancellor Carranza are working hard, safe inside our luxury homes, far away from the action, to make sure your lives are in absolute danger and your stress levels are at an all-time high. Because that's my promise to you, New York, to let you down every time, even if you don't expect it. So hang in there, New Yorkers, and good luck, teachers. I'll be hiding in my house, pretending to root for you while I think of ways to deflect my mistakes onto the president. Stay safe, New Yorkers, because now teachers can't. I'm Mayor de Blasio, and I'm completely useless. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your hosts, Alex Nador. Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome to the Short News Podcast. <clears throat> Happy Monday, everyone. Uh, I, I mean, I would say Happy Monday, but I, I need to, uh, I need to level with you here. I'm pissed. Royally pissed. No, I am, though. I'm royally pissed right now. And you know I get pissed often on this show, but on this day in particular, I feel ready to fight someone. Especially with that big Jake Paul win he had where he knocked out Nate Robinson. Like, knocked him the fuck out. Dude, I'm pissed. Mayor de Blasio, professional fuckface, has recently announced a plan to abruptly open the schools here in New York City at a time where the infection rates are at an all-time high and only going to get worse due to the Thanksgiving surge. He's completely going fuck you to the whole 3% infection threshold that the teachers' union set up to keep the schools closed for the safety of the teachers. It must be political pressure because I cannot think of a single rational, intelligent reason to make this mentally stunted decision to open the schools right now in the midst of the worst infection rates when the CDC and Fauci warn of a terrible pandemic winter when we don't have a vaccine. How is this at all a reasonable thing to do? Who the fuck are you listening to? Joe Schmo from Staten Island who says you need to just act like there isn't a virus anymore? Hey, it's Joey Salads and you gotta listen to me. There's no fucking virus. I don't wear a mask, so what? All my grandparents died from this shit. I don't give a fuck. Are you seriously just gonna ignore the statistics that say, Hey, idiot, people are getting fucking sick. Maybe we should be shutting shit down? And you're just going, eh, let's just, let's just open shit up. Fucking send it, bro. Fuck the teachers. If they die, we can just, we can just hire more. I'm Mayor de Blasio, and I can treat my own New York as like expendable bargaining chips that I can mobilize and kill off when I please. Fuck you. And you, Carranza. Chancellor Carranza, you're not safe from this shit, you bloated, inflatable, broke-ass Mario Lopez knockoff. You think the lives of these teachers are yours to decide the fate of? Well, you're sorely fucking mistaken. This is going to have serious consequences, but oh, oh, you're safe and have zero empathy for what you're forcing these educators to go through while you cover your own privileged ass. And I can say that where I come from, as the grandson of hardcore union Democrats, there are ways we mess with corrupt, selfish pieces of shit like you. We make it harder for you to govern until you do the right fucking thing. So 
Every day here at the Short News Podcast, every day we have an episode, I'm going to find a way to bring uh, bring attention from both of you guys' skeletons in your closets. Make you feel something. Make you feel, you know, on your feet. Bring out those skeletons, those mistakes that you've made. The way, like, make you feel, you know, a little bit, a little bit on edge. The, the way you're making these teachers all stay scared and on their feet, you know? It's not blackmail if it's information that's available on the internet. I'm just gonna dig up all your shit, you know? I, I think it's important for New Yorkers to know who these people who... These idiots who make important decisions for them are. I'll find all your fuck-ups. I have nothing going on because of the poor handling of this pandemic. I have nothing going on. And your reputation that you're trying so hard to maintain by doing all of this, it's going nowhere but down after this, man. You want to put people we care about at risk? I'm not standing for it, man. Teachers are not soldiers. They're not babysitters. They're educators. That's their job. That's it. And when there's a pandemic, it's not their job to go get infected and die for your own political gain. Yeah, I'm still talking to you, Mayor de Blasio. This was a big mistake. And I hope you regret it soon and do the right thing for the sake of the teachers who you obviously don't give any shits about. Which is crazy because they do more fucking work for this city than you do. Look at the crime rates in this city. People are leaving in the masses to move elsewhere. Businesses are failing and people are dying. And you're worried about making sure kids have teachers to babysit them? That's not how this works. It's not happening. And I hope you're ready for a strike and a shit ton of backlash. Because that's what you're getting from this shit. I would even, I would go as far as to argue that this man, de Blasio, he's even worse than Giuliani. At least it was obvious that Rudy was an idiot and didn't care about people. But de Blasio disguises his terrible and negligent dis- decisions as shallow moral statements to appease his biggest critics and prevent his approval from going any lower than it already is. He does not care about you, New York. I hate to tell you, but the only person Mayor de Blasio cares about is himself preserving himself while others take the heat for him. You can ignore this all you want, though the way you ignore confrontation and criticism, or you can take this L. Realize you completely dropped the ball and gave a huge middle fucking finger to the city's valued educators and fucking apologize and then change your idiotic counterintuitive decision to open the schools when the virus numbers are this bad. Thanksgiving infections are going to be coming in within the next two weeks. And what happens then? You're going to ignore the people who are suffering even more? You're going to ignore the teachers that you've put out to die? Honestly, Mayor, it's time to throw in the fucking towel and resign. This pandemic has shown how incompetent and ineffective and actually dangerous of a mayor that you are. And it's time to stop. Stop making us all suffer because you want to look good. Because guess what? You don't look good. At all. You fucking piece of useless garbage. Get your shit together. Stop putting people we care about at risk. And then go back to your mansion. Make a big fucking fist and fuck yourself in the ass, you fucking oaf. Sorry, I need to calm down for a second. This dude dude is putting people I care about in a really bad place right now. It's not okay. This dude needs to be stopped. So the last thing I'll say about this, 
um, is to my listeners, to the people that listen to this show, if you follow Mary de Blasio, or even if you don't, uh, even if you don't follow him, just go to his latest tweet and, and reply to it with at Alex underscore Mador says you're a bitch. Alex Mador says you're a bitch. Just just spam that in his, in his shit, all right? I'm going to harass these politicians one tweet at a time until they do the right fucking thing. You know, I think I think more and more as time goes on, I find myself straying further and further from the establishment of the Democratic Party. I I don't know if I want to associate myself with them anymore. Don't worry, I will, I'm not going to the dark side. I'm not going to the dark side. But they're too too much in this broken system. They play the same games as the Republicans. But Bill Burr uh, actually puts it a really good way. At least with the Republicans, they outright tell you that they don't give a fuck about your pre-existing conditions and that they really don't care about you at all. Democrats pretend they care about you and say they're going to make the changes needed but then jerk you around for months and end up getting nothing done and eventually getting you killed. So I don't know. I don't know. They both suck. They both suck. So don't get me wrong. I'm happy about Biden and Harris. That's not my problem. It's the whole system itself. It's all of the bullshit politicians who only care about themselves and their image and getting what they want, not what the American people actually need in difficult times. Look at the stimulus bill. Both sides wanted their way. It wouldn't budge on the amount of money or compromise. Now look, we get no money. We, the American people, we don't get shit because of that. The system doesn't work. Nothing gets done. This pandemic has shown us how flawed our government is and how terribly it's run when under pressure. People don't have the things they need to pay their rent and eat their fucking meals. Getting those resources to them should be the priority of every single politician, every single government official right now, but it's not. They don't care. Nancy Pelosi is more worried about forcing a salon open and getting her fucking hair done than passing a stimulus plan for the American people. So we need to find ways to make change. Like Killer Mike told us at the beginning of this pandemic, bully your politicians. Make them work for you. Because right now, they're only working for themselves at your cost. Okay, okay. No more, no more politics for today. Oh my god, this was a... Oh. So this, this might come as a surprise, but I actually had a pretty fun, relaxing weekend for the most part until Mayor de Bozo happened. Played a little Animal Crossing, uh, got Black Ops Cold War to finally work properly, or mostly, mostly properly. My dad didn't call me late at night to try to pick a political fight this week. That was refreshing. And I woke up this morning to a pretty big chunk of followers, new, new Twitter followers. So I'm wondering where on the internet these people are discovering me. It's really cool and I'm excited about it. I, I just want to know what content it is that hooked them. It might have been one of my really, really mean late night tweets that I deleted um, that was directed at the mayor. But what what's going on? What's going on in the world? Sorry, my reflux. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> that Jake Paul fight. That Jake Paul fight. Holy shit. Nate Robinson <clears throat> got absolutely destroyed 
Then here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing about uh, I'm Doctor Phil. Here's the thing about Nate Robinson getting absolutely messed up. <laughs> no, here's the thing about it. Um, people keep memeing him, knocked out, face down on the ground. But think about this, Jake Paul has been training in boxing for a few years now. He's had multiple fights. He has experience in this shit. And Nate Robinson hasn't fought a single fight before this. He's only He only trained for what, months? That's not enough time. Jake fought someone who is essentially a punching bag for him the other day. I don't know why Nate Robinson agreed to this. It's and, and it's kind of, in my opinion, it's kind of his fault. If you want want to put blame somewhere, you you can't really put it on Jake. Can't believe I'm sticking up for him. Like, sure, Jake Paul could have been like, uh, no, you can't. Like, we can't do it. It it wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't be a fair fight. But but it's not really up to his judgment. Nate should have put his ego aside, realized this dude is an actual boxer. And he should treat him like one and either take the actual time to learn to box or don't do something where you're guaranteed to get KO'd. Because now you look stupid. You got knocked out by Jake Paul, the fucking YouTuber. Because you didn't realize that he would kick your ass. You could have just let everybody wonder for the rest of their lives and 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 say, oh yeah, Nate would Nate would kick kick his ass and and never just never do it. And then get your get your ass handed to you the way you did, and now now it was at this moment he knew he fucked up. <laughs> that fight was nine minutes, only nine minutes. What like two rounds at most? He knocked him out second round. Am I correct on that? I won't take that away from Jake though. I won't take that away from Jake. He won. He wrecked him. He's a better boxer than a lot of people. I, I could never do that. Do I think he could take on Conor McGregor? I, I seriously don't know. I don't think uh, I don't think Conor is as good of a boxer as he is at MMA, but my thinking might be asked backwards about him. I, I don't know. Someone can correct me on on my fighting my fighting expertise because it's really not that great. I've only seen what I've seen. But um <clears throat> I want to see what both of them were like after the fight, uh, Jake and Nate. First, I want to see what Nate was saying right before he got into the ring with with Jake, because it's it's even funnier now than than it was like before he went in. Obviously, knowing what happened, duh. Okay, let me check. Okay, so here's one. Here's Nate talking trash prior to the fight. What I do, man. You think I'm? This thing is a game. This is what I do, baby. Making swishes. This is what I do, man. Jake Paul, you can't do that, Jake Paul. You can't do that either, bro. And it's a slow mo of him getting knocked out. <laughs> the fucking music. I just want to prove that you know I'm the greatest athlete, one of the greatest athletes to ever walk this earth, and that's the plan. So tomorrow, we'll see why. <laughs> I'm one of the greatest athletes of all time, and and you'll you'll see why. And then he, he just wait, wait, wait. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Oh, down. He's down. He's down. Man is man is out. You think I'm? This thing is a game. This is what I do, baby. Making swishes. This is what I do, man. <laughs> Ha ha ha!
Uh, let me see this. Let me ask you, Nate. A lot of people have been asking me, uh, is, it, is it really Nate Robinson? Like Nate Robinson's slam dunk name, the big fan, the former Nick, he's coming to boxing. Uh, could you tell people why you are doing this? Why have you decided to cross over to the world of boxing? Uh, I mean, first and foremost, man, uh, you know, I, I want to thank God for the opportunity. This is a great opportunity for. Uh, for myself and uh, you know, for you know, my friends and family and everybody from Seattle and Oakland, California. So uh, I just want to prove and show people that I'm you know, one of the greatest athletes to ever walk the earth. I love that. And if anyone's been uh, following you on social media, they'll, they'll know that uh, you've been putting in the work. You look tremendous. So, all right, let's go to the, uh, the, the media. All right, now this is going to be a boring one. Let's see. Let's see different people reacted to the fight. NBA world. Down with Nate. Let's go, Nate. Let's go, Nate. Let's go, Nate. We still love Nate. We still love <laughs> Nate. We still love Nate. Hey, Nate finna beat this boy ass, and I'm finna enjoy every moment of it. <laughs> oh, yeah? Hold on. Somebody tap in. Why the fight ain't worried? It's just not older. <laughs> Somebody explain, man. <laughs> I'm trying to watch so I ain't gonna lie. I like seeing people get knocked down. I ain't gonna hold y'all up. Somebody explain. Yeah, we gotta let we gotta let Nate. We gotta let Nate get his feet right. He a little out of control. He playing basketball. He, just, he, he playing basketball. He just got bopped in the back of his head. He's falling down trying to rest. Let him get let him get his feet right. Oh man, he done oh he done slept my dog. No, he's not. He's not good. He good. It's a different. He tired. He ain't never been that tired and got knocked out. He good. Yeah. You straight, Nate. We still rocking, Nate. That's your first fight, G. That's your first fight. It's right. cool. That's your first fight. Hey, he was just a little out of control. You can tell, Nate. Nate was playing basketball with him. He was a little out of control. Hey, man, we not finna do the switching up on Nate thing. That's what we not doing. Nah, I see the eyes. Nah. We don't switch up on Nate Robinson just because Jake Paul hit him in the back of the head and all that. <laughs> My dog was biting on his toes. He was leaning forward the whole time. Tiana said it. He was running into punches that wasn't even meant for him. Oh I don't know God. what was going on, why he was attacking that man's knees. I don't know. We not finna switch up on Nate Robinson. <laughs> Come on, Nate, man. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Uh, boy, Jake been in the lab. Yeah, exactly. Lab. Exactly. Jake, Jake has been in the lab. He's been in the fucking lab for years. What this dude has been training for for it to beat people up for years now. And Nate thought he could just go into this and, and get the W. No. No, he got KO'd because he had zero experience. Hands, babe. I want to see the rest of these. That boy Jake, that boy Jake been in the lab, man. I don't know what you doing, little bro. <laughs> I don't know what you doing. You got your hands out, man. Who, man? Hold up, man. We need to see his trainers. Where is his trainers at that was training little bro, man? 
Yeah. And I got my, my boy with his hands all out reaching it. Man, what y'all was teaching Lil Pro, dog? Man, listen, man. Jake been in there with them hands. Jake, did, this is second fight. Jake been in there working on this shit. You see, it was a little bit together. Come Isn't on. Isn't this Jake's third fight? I could be wrong on that. I thought it was his third fight. Aziz, he fought Deji. Who, who else did he fight? Jake Paul fight record. Let's see. No, no, he's had two two fights, two wins. Okay, he's right, he's right. Damn, okay, so Jake is undefeated. Logan Paul is defeated, but I like Logan a little more. I have a little more respect for him. Even with the Forrest thing, you know, I think people get caught up in their routine, especially when you're a narcissist in Hollywood, you kind of get... You get caught up in the having to make content and you forget how to react in normal, like how to react like a normal person in a situation like that. And I think celebrities, as much as they want to say they're just like us, they're not. They're not. They're so out of touch that even something as <clears throat> alarming as a hanging person from a tree they they will react unnaturally to and i think like i just think we shouldn't expect so much from the paul brothers they're not they're not like philosophers they're not they're not politicians they're not they're not really i'm trying to think of like people that people look up to they're 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 i don't, I don't want to say they're kids but they're they're like around my age do you do you trust what i say do do you? I I mean, I don't I don't do that. I don't videotape dead bodies. So, you know, I I hope I'm in better in a better position. Anyways, oh man, come on, babe, come on, bro, come on, little bro, man. <clears throat> I love you, man, but goddamn, man, God Jake damn. put it on you, bro. Jake put it. or just tweets okay that was funny that was really funny um wow i think uh i i want to i want to know how how nate is feeling right now <laughs> what is the current situation in the robinson household let me see nate robinson interview after fight is he good like is his um is his head right because he got hit really hard and he he um yeah he got hit really hard Steph Curry savagely roasts Nate Robinson after Jake Paul fight oh what where's Steph this is a basketball channel we discussed a fun video Stephen Curry he actually turned on Nate Robinson before we go any further, be sure to subscribe. Oh, they're going to get me with that. No, no, I'm not doing that shit. I'm not going into your whole thing. Nate Robinson, first words after knockout loss to Jake Paul. I'm okay. Thankful for the opportunity. Nate 
No, I want to see how is he afterwards. Nate, what is it like to be fighting on the undercard of a Mike Tyson Roy Jones? You're gonna have a big platform. What kind of a statement do you want to make? We know your basketball skills. All right, what's this Jake Paul video? What are your predictions video? on the fight tonight? Imagine I say oh. Nate Robinson right now walking into Jake. Um, hopefully Jake Paul. Fingers crossed. What about you guys, Jake Paul? Jake. I've been my life on this. We're going we gonna to take over. How have you been? I've been good. What about you? Chilling. We're going to watch the fights. It's okay. Oh, wait. Does he pull up? Jake Paul, how does it feel? Ah! How does it feel? Ah! How does it feel being a 2 0 champ right now? I can't comprehend it. Oh, wait. I forgot my bottle. Hold on. How did it feel first walking out hey. tonight? Did you hey. feel confident? Fuck your questions. McGregor, I'm coming for you, dude. <laughs> Hey, fuck your questions. <laughs> I, I'm gonna do that next time my professor is like, "Hey, um, Alex, so why why don't you turn your camera on over over our Zoom classes? Why do you never turn your camera on?" And I'm gonna be like, "Hey, hey, fuck your questions." My dad's gonna be like, "Alex, why why are you why why are you?" believe in the exact opposite of what I believe in when it comes to everything. And I'm gonna be like, hey, hey, fuck your questions. Ashley is like, honey, why why did you not take out the garbage like I like I asked if you could? Hey, hey, fuck your questions. <laughs> and then she knocks me out. <laughs> <laughs> but um a lot of actual boxers are calling for celebrities to stop holding these boxing matches because it's disrespectful to the sport and puts inexperienced people like Nate Robinson into dangerous situations where they could actually really get hurt. And I totally understand that, but at the same time, if two rich and famous athletic people want to beat each other up in a ring, I'm not going to call them, call on them to stop, you know? Like, it's not my job to do that. I'm not going to cancel them for that shit. If they want to beat each other up, go right ahead. I'm, listen, like, I, I, I don't fight people, but you go ahead. Like, I want to see more of this stuff. It's exhilarating to watch all of, all of this shit. If you tune out the fact that these guys are probably getting concussions, just tune it out for a little bit until afterwards and just enjoy the show. But not everyone can be as ignorant as, as I am. 
I, I tried watching the fight yesterday when Ashley was in the room, and she immediately, like clockwork, started complaining about it. Like, oh, why do you even have this on? And, and I, I don't want to see this. And then also, this is gross and all, all, all that stuff just nonstop. But I, I wasn't going to let her keep me from watching this. I think I literally turned to her and I go, I'm sorry, I don't care. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> and I, <clears throat> I've seen every YouTube YouTuber fight live on pay-per-view, and I missed this one. I, I missed the live. I didn't see it. I So I sure as hell was, wasn't going to just not finish the on-demand version. I was going to fucking watch this yesterday. Hell yeah. We're together all the time. When, when am I going to watch it by myself? Would I, and, and would I, like, it was crazy, but would, would I ever fight someone like that? Absolutely not. Not in a million years. I've had so many concussions from fights and sports injuries that it's not smart for me to get any more brain damage than I already have, which is most likely a, a, a decent amount. Especially fighting somebody like Jake Paul. Look, have, if, if you know me, you know how skinny and little I am. First off, I'm five seven and a half. Secondly, I'm very skinny, and thirdly, I don't know how to fight. Um, that is just not a good combination of things there. And Jake Paul would beat my ass. Jake Paul would probably kill me if I'm being real. Listen, I can dislike somebody, but still accept and openly like openly say the fact that they could kick my ass. Jake Paul could kick a lot of our asses, but mostly mine. But like, listen, the way the way I see it, if he kicks my ass, then I'll sue him. <laughs> like, I'll take I'll take the beating. If I survive it, then then, you know, I don't know. We'll see how fucked I am. But speaking of brain damage, over Thanksgiving, I was. I was so drunk, I took a full inhale out of a Ready Whip canister. <laughs> Traveled to fucking Mars, and that definitely was not good for me at all. And I felt funny for a little while afterwards. So again, any more brain damage than I've already given myself is not a good idea. I don't want to have CTE. I'm not a defensive line for the Broncos, okay? I've gotten head injuries from fighting, sledding, skiing, pole vaulting, car crashing, skating, drugs. Dude, I've hit my head and fucked up my brain. So many times, I just need to stop. It's time to mellow out. This is why I'm in therapy. So you know what? Whatever. We're getting the help. We're getting the help. And Jake Paul, I don't want to fight you. I I know you would win. We both know you would win. But that doesn't mean that I like you as a person. Okay? And I think that's fine. But congratulations on your big win. Dude, you whooped his ass. You fucking, you would whoop my ass any day. I'm willing, I'm, I'm willing to admit that. And, yo, I look forward to seeing the next fucking fight, man. I like these celebrity boxing matches. I don't, I don't agree with the fighters that, the real fighters that are being gatekeepers about this shit. Oh, yeah, no, we shouldn't be letting, we shouldn't be letting just celebrities get in the ring. Anybody can get in the ring if they want. I just think... They need to, yeah, they need to train more. Jake has shown that he has respect for the sport of boxing. You know, Nate Robinson, he didn't, 
he didn't train as much. He didn't work as hard for it. He 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 didn't show up to to this with as much respect for the sport itself. And I think that's where he went wrong in in his you know mentally. And you know maybe maybe next time if there's a next time for him, you know. Dude, I'm still so mad about this De Blasio thing. Oh my god, like <clears throat> I I what do you? I hate this guy. I hate this guy. I I can't wait for him to be gone. I think I'm just gonna yeah I'm just gonna shit on him. Shit on him every single day that I have an episode of this show. We'll end our episodes with and a big fuck you to Mayor De Blasio. You know, I think that's a good idea. Why not? Why not? Should we look up, uh, let's see how some... I'm sorry. My reflux is horrible right now. Should we look at some Karens? Yeah, let's look at some Karens. Karen freakouts. And let's go to, you gotta filter. You gotta filter by this week. Boom. Alright, alright. Try not to laugh, new Karen freakouts. This was as of six days ago. Ah! Ah, that's so loud. You didn't even get in the car, you were getting on my nerves. Who the fuck is you talking to? All I said was I cleaned up all the dog fur. Alright, motherfucker. Alright. Doing all that knowing you can't fight. Bitch, what's up? Who, who the fuck is you talking to? All I said was we're going back to Greeley tonight. Nah, motherfucker, that ain't what you said. You! Don't uh, uh, nobody knock on my goddamn door no more. Do you understand? Do you understand? Or I'm a fuck you understand that? Tell the cops that. You knocked on my fucking door. Mike on my ass. You think you so goddamn bad? No, I'm not. Okay, well then don't have nobody knock on my fucking door no more. Do you understand? You really did not do that before the Oh, you got a tattoo. I already have a real job. She's like trying to wipe the permanent tattoo off of his arm with with a paper towel. Like, no, it's not coming off. Like, yeah, yeah, that's how tattoos work, dude. That's how permanent tattoos work, man. Lady, dude. I don't, I don't know what to call people these days, but. That's what my mom would do if she knew I had a tattoo. She'd be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna brush it off with sandpaper. My mom would probably sandpaper my tattoo off of me. Just because of the pain it would cause me. Wait, what, um... I'm just, I'm getting a text. One moment. It's about my last episode. Why the fuck is Pizza Hut texting me? Why? Why? They don't even, uh, they don't even deliver in my area. Isn't that some bullshit? I'm like, yeah, get her pizza, but we're not bringing it to you. So what are you gonna do? Just give us your money anyways. Oh, where were we? Tattoo lady? Wait, what? What happened? I need to see this again. Honey, how did you not react to that? I did. What did you do? 
I went like, you gotta be kidding. What is that? They're releasing something. Oh, what? They just... Someone released like a rat out in the Mc out into McDonald's. What the fuck? Why? How come every time you see me, there's a cop car right behind me trying to get me stopped? He won't like the fact that I'm a rock star. Got me praying he won't kill me with his lock. I forgot my backpack. What? Maria, I'm not turning around. I don't give a flying fuck, Maria. You have one fucking job. Just pick your backpack and put it in the fucking car, man. I'm not trying to get up at 6.30 in the morning. Thank you. Shut up. Who is Abigail? Who the fuck are you talking about? You just said another woman's name in your sleep. If I did, she'd be in here right now with her clothes off, wouldn't she? Noah, who is Abigail? Who the hell is Abigail? You just said move, Abigail. I call you Abigail all the time. Uh, Alice, I call you different names. Stop playing that bullshit with me. What? Who is it? It is you. My name is not Abigail. It's close enough. No, it's not. Bullshit, it's got my in it. So you mean to tell me we've been together for three years and you don't even know my name? Well, by God, you... It's a trend. Pretend that your man said another woman's name in his sleep. Okay, that's not... Where are the Karens? Where are the Karens? My God. Here. I was just at CVS, <clears throat> and a man that doesn't even work for CVS wouldn't let me in the door, and he threw me out the door. He doesn't We've seen even this one. I know you're a customer, guy. No, we saw this one. We saw this one. Come on, where... Give me some new ones. Welcome back to Endless of Him. Some people fighting in the Walgreens. What's wrong with you? Get the fuck out. Get out. Get out. I know you have you know martial arts. So do I. Oh, she's harassing <laughs> harassing an Asian person. So why are you following me? I'm not following Why are all of these always like harassing Asian people? Why? Why you guys gotta <clears throat> why has everyone gotta harass? Asian people. Like, what What did we... What did we do? What did we do? We were just minding our own business. Making delicious fucking food. Because that's... Because all Asian food is fucking awesome. Yeah, you have us to thank for all that shit that you eat. <coughs> I just used you to demonstrate to the fucking officer. I know martial arts. 
Now, there's my fucking blood. You want to come next to me again? Fuck off! Good. You come back and get blood. People This New York. Because he's riding a motorcycle, a, 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 a toy. He's riding a toy in your community, right? Where do they ride bikes at? Okay, but guess what? This is our community. This, this is their playground. You understand? This is their playground. Excuse me? Yeah, y'all came in here on the gentrification. This is where we born and raised all our life. This is our backyard. We didn't. We don't have backyard. What do money have to do with character? What do money have to do with character? That's an eight-year-old kid. If his mother was dead, y'all would be fighting. You threatening her child. Your son's incredibly poor character, and yeah, they threatened the woman three times. How? How did he threaten? Do you think that a child yes always oh he's threatening me i feel threatened dude it's like an eight-year-old child on a on like a toy motorcycle and she's like going into this neighborhood being racist being a karen trying to tell them how to act you know how it is with these white bitches Mandated. What, yeah, but they can't people. That's not a law. Yeah, it is. They can get fined up to $10,000. No, they cannot. They cannot. Yes, That's they cool. can. No, they cannot. Yes, they yeah. can. Look at this fucking idiot. You look like Jeffrey Epstein, you fucking loser. Look like poor Epstein. Look at poor Epstein over here. Broke-ass Epstein. Okay, right. What about yeah, yeah, right. I mean, go, go. Is that, is that your kid or is that your prostitute? I can't tell, Jeffrey. Get corona and they can't work anymore. What about oh, their families? Oh wow, yeah, get the, get the flu. What about their families? It's not about you. It's not about you. It is about me because it is my choice. It is my body, and I have exactly. every right to choose. It's not it's about you. What, what if someone else right dies? You're making. Oh, you're making a decision for someone else's body. You're making a decision for someone else. No, we're not. No, that's selfish. That's selfish. Look at this girl. It's all triggered. She's all triggered. She's all triggered. Listen, Epstein. <clears throat> Shouldn't you be hanging from a cell somewhere? Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Really? You yeah. look so stupid. You look so stupid. Why are you recording her? You're the one who, who won't wear the fucking mask. You guys show up to this, what is this, a Bed Bath & Beyond or something? You show up to this store. None of you have masks on during a pandemic. You know what you're about to get yourselves into. You just want to start a fight. Yo, like, I'm surprised someone hasn't run up on your whole family and fucking kicked all your asses, including your three-year-old fucking loser kids. Because they're going to grow up to be 
such shitty people, I can already tell they're laughing at this whole situation. If I was five, I would fucking curb stomp them. You guys are, you? are so immature. How are, how 18 and I'm more mature than you are. Yeah. You right. Yeah, oh, right, that. right. Yeah, that's that. Okay, if I'm upstairs with my head down, that means I'm on my break. Okay, but when you're up there from 5.30 until almost 7, I'm wondering where you're at. I had to come find you. So why you didn't come tap me? Would you why take in a picture? Why should I tap you? You should have to have this conversation and, with and send you it. Without, your, without your supervisor here. So I don't have a supervisor. Him? I quit. Fuck okay, this job. Okay, that's fine. Then, so, then I'm asking you to leave the store because I shouldn't have to have this you, conversation You want to send a picture in an email and versus you, you could tap me and say, hey, what's okay, going on? Okay, I'm going to ask you to leave the store fuck now. Fuck you and fuck you too. That's fuck fine. both of y'all. I quit you know this whole what? ass job. Okay. All right, go email that. Bye. Dumbass bitch. Uh-oh. What happened? What happened? Where is this? Attention all at-home shoppers. Fuck this whole-ass job. Fuck Thomas Woods. Fuck Karen Sokolowski. Y'all can take whatever y'all want, because at this point, ain't no security in this bitch. I quit. No, fuck you and this job. I quit. Oh, he's talking on the loudspeaker. All that shit. Go email that. And you, you hoe ass nigga. Go email that, bitch. Hoe ass nigga. Nah. Holy shit. Is this Stop and Shop? Should I call the sheriff's? She's calling his store. Should I call the sheriff because he's yeah. causing a ruckus now? You have to call him in the top room to help apologize to me because he will tell you how they treated me. I'm actually. I'm not with this actually. Let me call Shane. Yeah, no, we're calling the district manager. Uh oh, the district manager's coming. We're getting a district manager for you. Yeah. I'm not talking to you, so your communication with me is harassment at this point because I'm, I'm refusing. I don't want to be engaging with me in conversation. You have no role. This is what? Okay. I want you to be silent. Do not talk to me. Do not talk to me, sir. I'm not engaging in this. <laughs> Do not talk to me. Huh? You're going to be famous. She's going to be famous, you know. <laughs> I'm not harassing you. This is Roger. You said original. What is your name? His name is Larry and David and Bob and Steve. If you want. If you have harassment, I'll just call the cops on you. Okay. Why won't she wear a mask? Yeah. Wow. Nice jug. I guess you're getting happy tonight. <laughs> I'm waiting here. I'm not going to be waiting here for long. You have to communicate to me what's going on. What is she doing? 
but it's rather full of machine right now. I'm trying to figure out what she's doing. Like, what is the problem? It's okay. The sheriffs will take care of this whole situation in a minute. She's on the phone to the district manager like you wanted. I'm answering your question. Harassing is. Obviously. She's just throwing around the term harassment. People in this day and age just throw out buzzwords to to say somebody's doing something that they don't like. You're endangering everybody's lives. He can harass you if he wants to get you to keep everyone fucking safe. My store, this is not your store. You, you are a guest to us. She's on the phone to him right now, so. It is my right as a living woman to do whatever I want. Then that's discrimination and I can have you sued personally for discriminating against me as a woman. We're not discriminating against anyone. You it's are. It's a condition of entry to all bunnies. It's not. It's an unlawful condition of entry. Yep. Therefore, that ex exposes you personally and bunnings to being sued for discrimination because it is in breach of the 1948 Charter of Human Rights to discriminate against men and women. We're not trying to discriminate. Could you please you stop are. filming? No, I'm not going to stop filming right. because this is my evidence against you, you and Bunnings for discriminating against <laughs> me as a woman. We're not, we're not trying you to are. discriminate against anyone. You totally are. If you take out your phone and look up the Department of Human Services and have a look at the conditions of wearing a mask, have a look I at the conditions. Have, have a look at the conditions. Authorised by the Australian government to even question me. As I said, it's just a condition of entry. Yeah, it's a condition of entry. Put on the fucking mask, and then you can go into uh, Bunnings. Bunnings, you want to go to Bunnings? And they won't let me in on these conditions. Here, it doesn't apply to me. It, to it does not. It does not because that's a breach of the Charter of Human Rights. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. I'm not going to stop filming you. It is unlawful and it is discriminatory and it is illegal. And I'm going to continue going in here and getting what I need because it is unlawful. Then you're going to get arrested. To do that.
Whereas if that's what you feel as though you have to do, as I said, it's a condition of entry, so we'll be having this conversation every time you walk into here. Oh, and I'm fine with that, and I'll be recording it every time. Please stop recording me now. So I'm not going to stop recording you. No it is my right as a living woman to do whatever I want. We're tuning in to another episode. Until next time. That, like, how is that discrimination? They just want you to... They just want you to protect everybody and yourself. Like, why... If other people are willing to do it for you, why can't you do the common courtesy of doing that for your fellow people? Oh, my cat is trying to step over shit. She always steps on my keyboard and stuff. I don't... I don't get her. Sometimes. Sometimes. Bunnings. I wanted to go to Bunnings. Why I get a gate Bunnings? You know, I, I can't. I won't go to Bunnings. Alright, um. I already left a pee, so. Let's, uh. Let's get through this one. This is a relationship advice that I pulled up here. Let's, let's get into it. How about it? So, <clears throat> my partner claims sending flirty, sexual, and risky messages to other women is not that bad because he hasn't done anything physical. My 20 female partner, 26 male, and I have been together for a year. He has done this four times now, at least that I am aware of. He says the same same things to me every time. I don't remember it. I don't know why I do the things I do. I'm sorry, I won't let you down again. I didn't think messages were that bad. The most recent occasion was him telling a woman that he sees a couple of chicks and doesn't like being tied down. <laughs> what the fuck? When I confronted him with this, he claimed I read it the wrong way and he worded it wrong. <laughs> I am frustrated and experiencing so much heartache over this man. I think deep down, I know he won't change, but I can't seem to let go. I love him deeply, but I feel almost humiliated and worthless by all of this. I feel desperate for his love and attention, his care, his time, but I am constantly questioning who he is talking to and what he is doing. We don't see each other at all during the week, only the weekend. He hates driving the 30 minutes to see me after work. Even in the weekend, though, he drinks and sits on his computer and goes out with friends. I don't have a problem with him seeing friends. I don't like being left at his alone for six hours waiting for him to come home completely wasted at 2 a.m., only for him to keep neglecting me. It feels like he only wants to love me when it's convenient for him. I don't know. I'm so tired now. I really don't know how to handle this. I, that just really sounds like a situation... That, that you have to get out of. First of all, he has no respect for for you, your feelings, or the relationship that you have with him. He doesn't seem to think of it the same way that you, like, the. he doesn't value it the same way you value it. So that right there is a huge red flag. And then him saying that you're reading it wrong, that, like, his texts, that you're reading his text messages to those other girls the wrong way, that's gaslighting, okay? That, that is him trying to make you feel crazy for what you saw. Which, what, what he did was wrong. It was completely wrong. So, I, those two things right there, and then he doesn't want to drive the 30 minutes to see you after work, 
he he doesn't even like care about you so why are you why are you putting out for this person who's not willing to put in the same effort for you who's not willing to put in the same commitment you know you, like this is just going to be this is just an unhealthy situation for you and i think you got to um you got to rethink this whole this whole relationship because you can you've confronted him about this stuff and he's still not doing anything about it so i think it's time to abandon ship and find somebody that's going to respect you because that that's not cool none of that stuff is cool okay well anyways i got to pee so badly and make dinner i'm starving so I'm gonna go, um, a big fuck you to Mayor de Blasio, you can go fuck yourself, you too, Carranza, uh, and a big thank you to everybody that listens to this show, I know sometimes it's a good show, sometimes it's not, it depends on how I'm feeling, I'm a very unstable person, and I apologize for that, I hope that this was a decent, okay episode, um, I love you guys very much, except you, Mayor de Blasio, you can fuck yourself. Um, I'll see you guys in a couple of days. This has been the Short News Podcast. I'm Alex Mador. You can follow me at Alex underscore M-A-D-O-R-E on Twitter or Alex Mador on Instagram. I'll see you on the flippity flip side. Everybody, I love you and peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On Location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.